0: Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. And now, here's your host. Hello, I'm Russell Moore, president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and you're listening to Questions and Ethics. This is the program where we take a question that you're struggling with and look at it through the lens of the kingdom of Christ. And our question this week comes from a pastor who says to me, "Uh, Dr. Moore, I pastor a small congregation made up mostly of uh, younger people, uh, college students and and young couples, and we have a problem that I don't know how to deal with. There's a couple married. They've been married for eight months, and they have yet to consummate the marriage. Uh, At issue is the husband. The young man is unwilling to consummate uh, the marriage. There is no Medical problem, I have investigated asking him if maybe there's a sexual orientation issue. He says no, he's not attracted to men at all. He loves his wife, but he finds sex to be gross, in his words. And so they haven't consummated the marriage yet. I don't know what to do or how to help them. Is this something that's a church discipline issue, or is this just something I ought to pray for them about and move on? Well pastor that is a difficult one and it's something that I you know I find myself getting this question more and more uh, these days. Uh, it, it seems that I'm finding more and more young couples having sexual difficulties. And a lot of times what people tend to think about are older couples whether medical problems or they've been married a long time and kind of the Romantic energy is is lagging in the marriage, but I'm finding the situation with, with young couples. The situation that you're talking about here is a crisis. Eight months without any intimacy within this marriage for a newlywed couple, that's a really significant thing. And it's significant biblically since marriage biblically is made up of a vow, a commitment that's being made before God and before the rest of the, the community— And also consummation, that one flesh union. Therefore, the Scripture says, they shall be joined together, Genesis 2, and they shall become one flesh. So an unconsummated marriage is something that uh, throughout the the history of the church has been recognized as no marriage at all, especially where there is a refusal uh, to consummate uh, the marriage. So this is a serious matter. What I would say to you is there are several things that I would keep in mind. You say there's no medical issue that's already been looked at. I'd make sure that that's actually been examined. Make sure that uh, as you're counseling them that, he's, he, that he has a doctor weighing in on this, not that he's just assuming that there's nothing wrong. Uh, you've already investigated a sexual orientation issue. might be worth talking that through one-on-one with him without her there to see whether or not that's an issue. There are a couple of other possibilities that might be happening. One of them is pornography. And and by that, I don't mean that pornography generally leads to this, but it can if you have someone who has been exposed to pornography for a long time, especially prior to that person being being shaped and formed sexually during uh, puberty. So you may have somebody who's been exposed to porn since he was uh, nine, ten uh, years old, and so he's unable to think of a real-life woman in a way that causes the sort of response to her that God initiated and that God uh, wired within us. And it also may be that, that somehow he's been involved in porn for so long or something, that there's a sense of shame that he's attaching to sex. Maybe there's a a sort of guilt that he's attaching and being in the presence of her, there is that that sense that that the Bible says is the result of the fall, that the man and the woman were naked and they were ashamed uh, before each other, where it's creating a rift between her and him. I'd take him one-on-one and say, you know, tell me about what's happening in your past with porn. Another possibility is that there is some sort of trauma that has happened in, in his life. Uh, it could be that this is someone who was sexually abused. It could be that there was some type of, uh, of, of psychological wound that he experienced. Spend some time talking to him, and I think in, in this case, after eight months, it's worth bringing in professional help with a professional counselor who can come in and help work him through this, maybe even before you put the two of them together in the conversation, work him through this to say, is there some sort of, of trauma that's, that's going on? Now, if this is just simply someone who says, I don't want to have sex with my wife, I refuse to carry out my uh, responsibilities to to love and to and to care for my wife including in the area of sexual intimacy. Well yeah, that's I think that would constitute an abandonment uh, of her and that that would mean that the leaders of the church should come in and deal with it. My suspicion here just based on the the general stuff that you're giving to me though isn't that My suspicion is there's some sort of of trauma going on in his life, and you need to to help him with that and to provide whatever help that you can give to him. Uh, For her, sounds to me, based again on the very little that you've said to me, that she's wanting to fight this through. She's wanting to be there with her husband and, and work through this. She's stayed with him for eight months. So give her the resources that she's going to need. And that includes keeping her from thinking somehow that she's to blame. I mean, of course, she's going to think this is very unusual, and it's an unusual situation for someone to be married eight months and have no uh, sexual relationship with one another. She's going to feel as though she's somehow unwanted or unattractive or maybe even freakish. That's not the case. This is not her problem, I'm willing to say right here. This is something that's going on in his life. So help her to see that and give the ministry to her that she's going to need as you work through this situation, and just find out what the problem is. If it's a medical hormonal issue, well, uh, that can be fixed. If it's a psychological trauma issue, well, then you need to have people who are able to help him uh, work through this. If it's a sense of attaching shame and guilt to sex, then you need someone, and, and that can happen. Sometimes you have Christians who have been very diligent watching their hearts when it comes to sexuality in an unbiblical form. They're, they're avoiding, uh, as the Scripture says, flee fornication, but they don't cultivate that sense of the goodness of sexuality and the healthiness of sexuality, so they have some difficulties. It doesn't cause eight months of not being able to consummate a marriage, so there's there's probably something else going on here, but help help him to work through as you're, as you're moving uh, forward, that this is a good—sexuality is a good thing, a good gift that God has given to us, and just uh, help, them, help them to fight through this. But you're right to be concerned about it. This is a crisis uh, in the marriage because sexuality isn't something incidental uh, to the marriage. That one-flesh union emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, and physically is really important in a marriage. Thanks for listening to Questions and Ethics. For more resources on living the Christian life, check out our website at erlc.com and send me your question. Maybe you've been reading your Bible and you, you notice something there that you have a question about, or maybe you're having a conversation with somebody uh, in your neighborhood and a question came up, or, or maybe it's something you're wrestling through in your family or in your church or in your, your workplace. Just send me your questions at questions at erlc.com or via Twitter at the hashtag AskRDM. Until next time, seek the kingdom and walk the line. This is Russell Moore. If you'd like to submit a question, email us at questions at erlc.com. That's questions at erlc.com. Or on Twitter and Facebook, use the hashtag AskRDM. Thanks for listening to the Questions and Ethics podcast with Russell Moore. To check out future broadcasts, subscribe via iTunes, or visit us on erlc.com. Every day, CT testifies to the reality that Jesus is alive, transforming his world and bringing his kingdom to bear. Jesus transforms, CT equips.